Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Breathe Philosophy podcast. My name is Hannah Rose and I'm going to be your host and I cannot wait to share and dive into the content that I have got planned for you. So in this episode, I thought it would be a good idea just to share a little bit more about who I am um, and my approach that I take to managing mental and emotional health on a day-to-day basis. And it can give you a little bit of an idea into how I've created a business from this and now support hundreds of others to do the same and to live a calmer and happier life by bringing in and weaving in the pillars of the Breathe philosophy. Okay, so my name, as I've said, is Hannah Rose. My, I'm a mum to two boys. I've got a seven-year-old now. Gosh, I can't believe I'm saying that. And a four-and-a-half-year-old. Two boys who are absolutely everything to me and the catalyst to so much change in my life. Um, so I, my background is in teaching. I have always, always led my life with a strong desire to educate Um, inspire and empower others. Right from the age of 15, when I went out on my first work experience, it was into the teaching department at school so I could learn how I could share knowledge with others. And that desire in my heart has stayed right up to where I am now. So my background, I did train as a school teacher um, and that has kind of evolved as I have. And I now have a wellness business and I do still consider myself an educator even though I have gone on to train and expand in what I do so I'm now also a certified holistic life coach a functional nutrition practitioner and a mindfulness facilitator everything I do really comes back to this core um, the core of, of who who I am and the way in which I want to show up and serve others and that is through education So you'll find me delivering workshops and courses that are all educational based, that are designed to really get others thinking, um, going a little bit deeper into how you can manage your mental and emotional health in a slightly more holistic way. So where did all of this start? Well, about four and a half years ago, when I gave birth to my second son, Josh, I really found myself struggling with my mental and emotional health. And looking back, I can see now that it actually began during pregnancy. I found myself really, um, really um, having a tough time with anxiety. And I was getting very overwhelmed quite quickly um, and stressed out. And at the time, I didn't realize that I had some underlying health issues, which I'll get to in a minute, that I can now understand were contributing to to how I was feeling. But fast forward, when I gave birth, I had an incredible birth. I used hypnobirthing. Um, It was amazing. But shortly after that, these feelings of anxiety and overwhelm and just the pure um, emotional stress that I felt just churning around inside of me really did start to take over my life. And actually, um, there was quite a lot going on outside of, you know, my own life that things that were happening that were outside of my control 
um, some really tough things that close family members were going through that I was really struggling to process as well. On top of that, I lost my gorgeous grandparents together in close succession, which really had a knock-on effect on um, on how I was feeling. And I just found myself about six months into life with two small children, just feeling absolutely um, at breaking point emotionally and mentally. And the trouble was I didn't have any tools, any real knowledge um, to support myself. So I did the thing that we, you know, we're conditioned to believe that we do. And I took myself after much persuasion from my husband to the doctors where they diagnosed me with postnatal depression, stress, and offered me some antidepressants. So I remember just bursting into tears, taking that pack of pills with me, going home and just crying myself to sleep that night. And I remember begrudgingly taking one of the pills out and just swallowing it and just knowing in my heart that this wasn't the way I intended to do things. And I remember turning to prayer that night, as I think, you know, we all do, especially in our most desperate moments. And um, I really did just pray for some answers. And I just said, you know, if there is another way, then please show me. Because for me, this doesn't feel like the path that I want to go down. And I can't quite explain what happened, but it was one of those moments that was so... um, it was so profound for me and it just stays as clear in my mind as anything because I remember waking up the next day and I had such a strong desire in my heart and a real belief and a whisper in my ear that I was going to do this and I was going to find another way to support myself naturally. God, it actually makes me feel quite emotional when I think back to this because The way I look at it now is I was being presented with two pathways. I could choose to keep taking um, the pills that I was offered. And let me just say, you know, there is a time and a place where this may be um, something that feels suitable for you to do. So I am in no means, you know, by no means um, saying that this isn't a path that I recommend going down. But for me, I had this knowing in my heart that I needed to explore a different pathway. And looking back, I now understand why, because I'm now in a position where I can carve out a pathway, a more natural pathway for others. But at the time, I I didn't know um, where I was heading. I just knew I needed to trust, have faith, and commit to doing things in a different way. And so I remember just taking those tablets that I'd been given and popping them in the bin, throwing them in the bin, actually, and just saying to my husband, I know I'm going to do this and I am going to find the answers. And, you know, looking back, it's been quite an incredible journey to see how things have unfolded over the time um, that went by, because it just felt like as I turned to seek out a different pathway, so many different um, tools and people and things came into my life exactly the right time, in the right way, in the right moment that I needed them. And what I actually found myself doing was just compiling 
all of these notes and learnings and everything that I was finding out that it was just like discovering a whole new different world and I wrote everything down in my journals until one day I found myself just staring at a set of you know all these different tools and I said to my husband this is it this is what I've been missing you know, why has no one taught me any of this when I was at school? How have I got to my 30s thinking that this is just the way I am? I have to just feel anxious every day. I have to just deal with being highly sensitive um, and that that's a bad thing. I have to be overwhelmed with emotional stress constantly and not have any tools to support myself. I just did not know that there was a world out there to support me. So as I found myself looking on all of this information, I knew there and then that I had been placed for purpose. I knew in that moment that what I had been learning was so special, not just because it was providing me with a foundation to change my life, but I knew that what I was discovering was going to be a catalyst and opening up a pathway to others to who were you know who were seeking change in their own lives. And as I showed my husband these tools, I said, I want to put this into something so that I can remember it and I can make it a real part of my life. And my husband, who is amazing at all things um, game related, he said to me, Han, that spells out breathe. And as I looked at the different principles that I was looking to weave into my life, we had a bit of a laugh because these tools, they did spell out the word breathe. So we named it my breathe philosophy and it truthfully has become the philosophy that I govern my life by now. And it is just incredible, you know, when I flick back now and I look through those very beginnings of those journals when I was starting to compile these notes and to see the foundations of what I have created. And Breathe has evolved and it has grown so much over the last few years. And and I still truly feel like this is just the beginning of something so special. And I can't wait to continue sharing that with others. So I wanted to set up this podcast because for the last two, two and a half years, I've been sharing the pillars of Breathe, um, delivering my courses um, and workshops, and it has been an amazing journey. But I now know that it's time to step out and start reaching as many other people as I possibly can so that I can share this philosophy and change as many lives as possible. Because I know that if you're listening to this right now, that you have a desire in your heart to take more ownership over the way you support your mental and emotional well-being. And I want to be able to be a piece in your wellness journey and be able to lay down the stepping stones that I have trodden on and I'm still treading each and every day as I aim to lead a calmer and happier life. Everything I teach, I live. And I'm really passionate about that. Everything that I teach, I live day to day. 
And there are days when things go really well and there are other days where I think, oh, this is so tough and I find myself drifting away. But I know that I have a foundation and I have a toolkit that I can keep bringing myself back to. And that's what I want to empower other, others with. You know, when people ask me, what is the Breathe philosophy all about? You know, it's a journey of discovering who you are It's a journey of unpeeling some of the layers of conditioning that we have put onto ourselves where we think and feel that we can only deal with our mental and our emotional health in one specific way. I want to challenge you to actually look towards opening up a whole nother world of natural, practical, science and evidence-based resources to support you in your journey towards living a calmer happier, more purposeful life. Because let's be honest, our mental and our emotional well-being underpins everything. When you feel good on the inside, it reflects out on the outside. But when you don't feel good, when you're feeling weighed down with emotional stress, day-to-day anxiety, when you are feeling down and like you have no purpose in life, This can filter out into everything because the way we feel affects how we behave. And the way we behave day to day, that forms our our habits and our lifestyle. And I know this firsthand from looking at my lifestyle and the way I lived four and a half years ago to how I'm living my life now. I genuinely have to pinch myself sometimes because I can't believe how far I have come. And I know at the bottom of my heart that if I can create this change, if I can create these little positive steps in my own life so that I know that when my stress and anxiety is overwhelming me, I have a toolkit to utilize and to turn to, to help keep me grounded and calmer and happier, then I know that I can do that, you know, the same for you too. So I hope that that's given you just a little insight into who I am, my background, my story really into the beginnings of the Breathe philosophy. So now for the little bit of time that we have left, because I have made a promise to myself that every podcast that I share will be a maximum of 20 minutes because I know that the lovely listeners that I have will be busy and they will be wanting to just take this information in little bite-sized chunks and digest it um, around their lives and their businesses and everything that they've got going on. So I know that I want this to be, you know, not too long for you. But in the little, you know, five, six minutes that we've got left, I really want to just share a little bit more about what it means to take a holistic approach to supporting your mental and your emotional health. So you can get a bit more of an idea about what you can expect from this podcast and these episodes moving forward. So when I think about how I manage my day-to-day emotional stress and anxiety and how I show up and teach others how to do the same, I break the process down into three very simple but key pillars that make up what I believe is a holistic approach to supporting mental and emotional health. 
Now, as human beings, we are made up of a mind, we have a body, and we have a soul. So I believe that if we want to take care of our mental and emotional well-being in the best way possible, we need to be looking at how we are nurturing and supporting each aspect of who we are. So the way I teach, the way I deliver everything that I share, I focus on three core principles. I look at calming the mind. I look at nourishing the body. And finally, nurturing the soul. And as I weave these principles together and bring in the seven steps of breathe along the way, I really do feel like this offers such a beautiful, well-rounded approach to really helping you to lead calmer, happier lives. So when I dive into calming the mind, what might that look like? When I'm teaching in this area, I focus on a few core areas and that is looking at relaxation, mindfulness and I use natural, um, safe, effective products as in essential oils to support you to really find a way in which you can come away from mainstream medication if you want to and start looking at what, you know, what we have already in nature to support us. And then when we look at nourishing the body, as a functional nutrition practitioner, I'm really passionate about sharing with you really simple, easy, effective ways in which you can start to weave in some healthier habits by cleaning up the, you know, the diet that you, the food that you eat and looking at how you can bring more food in to support your mood and your mental health. Because for so long, and for so many people actually, when we think about managing stress and anxiety, we look towards tools that calm the mind. But actually, we often forget that our bodies and our minds are interconnected too. Just like we have the mind-body connection, we have a body-mind connection. And that exists in the form of the gut-brain axis. And 90% of our serotonin, which is our happy hormone, is produced in the gut. So if we are putting food into our body that stresses us out, then that's going to rock the boat in terms of how much serotonin you are producing. And therefore, that will impact on your mental health long term. So that's what something I love diving into. And we will do as we go through these episodes together. I will be sharing so much more on this and how you can support yourself from the inside out so that you can optimize your mental and emotional health um, in every way possible. And then finally, that the final piece, we turn to nurturing the soul. I'm a huge, huge believer that so much emotional stress and anxiety is caused by an unmet need. And quite often this unmet need is because we are not living a life that is in line with what we value. We get so busy getting caught up on what society values and in leading lives that really are not meaningful and purposeful in the way that we we define that to be. So as part of Nurturing the Soul, my wish is to encourage you to really turn back to and go within and ask yourself what needs to happen so that you can live a passionate and purposeful life. 
And there's so much more that does come under that umbrella. And as my journey evolves, so does the context and, and the information that I share, um, breathe with others will too. So my website is going live very soon and I cannot wait for that to be a place to share inspiration and support with you further. But I really hope that this podcast just offers little bite-sized chunks of knowledge, practical tools and wisdom that can really support you to take ownership over your well-being naturally so that you can live a calmer, happier and more purposeful life. So thank you so much for listening and I cannot wait to speak to you next time. Take care. Goodbye.